Are you wondering how you can service your clients who are searching for their new property, but you don't have anything that matches their requirements? What can you do to further strengthen your relationship with them and cement being their agent of choice? In today's episode, I answer all of your questions. Today, I'll be talking about how collaborations and conjunctions with agents within the industry can not only have a positive impact on your business, but your reputation, creating an attraction business long-term. And welcome to episode seven of the Build Your Best Life podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Storer. I'm a sales coach and hardworking real estate agent. It's my mantra to build your best life, and I'm doing exactly this. And throughout this podcast series, you'll learn how you can grow your GCI, your revenue, and your profit by implementing tried and tested systems and structures. You'll learn how you can grow and build your own EBU, team, and agencies, and how you can truly harness your real estate career to provide you with the wealth and the freedom that you've always dreamt of. So if this is the life that you want to live, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you get notified every Tuesday when the episodes go live. And look, if you have been a regular listener, thank you so very much because we are racing to the top of the business charts. In fact, we're currently rated number eight here in Australia for all of the business podcasts. So keep listening and keep, please keep subscribing. But look, in today's episode, it's all about resilience, adaptation, innovation, and collaboration. These are qualities that we've all needed to embrace now more than ever, thanks to COVID and the resulting economic crisis. But honestly, whether it was COVID or no COVID, these are qualities that we not only need to have as business people, but as human beings. And as people, we are seasonal. We have our ups and we have our downs. There are times where life is wonderful, everything is on the right track, and we're happy. And then there are times where we face challenges, illness, family problems, and our own individual crises and economic hardships. So throughout this series, you'll hear, I will be interviewing a number of successful agents and thought leaders who have been open enough to talk about their own personal struggles and their journeys while still achieving greatness in their businesses and for their clients. And I know we're hearing so much about this current global situation being unprecedented, But, you know, in business, I feel that we've had to adapt, pivot and change a number of times to embrace new technology and cultural conditions through the eras. And I think a great example of this is the widespread use of the internet and the mobile phone. We've had to see businesses and industries adapt and take this on board. The ones that have, have truly flourished. And the ones that haven't, well, they perished. And most notably, you would think about the local video store, right? Every Friday night, we would go down there and we would pick out a video or two to return it overnight. These days are long gone and it's all about watching everything easily and on demand. Whatever happened to those video stores, those businesses are long gone. So what are you going to be doing, you know, through this time? And which are you going to be? Are you going to be the one that flourish or the one that perishes? This industry right now is implementing technologies faster than ever before. Agents are Zooming or FaceTiming their buyers and their sellers and their teams, and they're creating heart-to-heart and screen-to-screen connections. And we are adapting to no longer being able to conduct open homes. We're seeing, you know, a consumer who has, you know, for a very long time, they've really longed for this kind of virtual tour and videos. And now as agents, we have understood this. And so have the online portals and we have provided this requirement. Soon, you know, these 
open homes, we'll be able to conduct them again. But these kind of cultural changes of being able to inspect a property virtually at any time, day or night, will remain. Time is such an important commodity and people truly value it. And now, you know, they are going to be able to inspect many more properties thanks to the understanding of this additional spending by our sellers. And I guess perhaps now that first inspection will now probably be seen as the second inspection because we'll be able to close many buyers at this particular time because they would have thoroughly have investigated the home online virtually and in their own time. We're also seeing, you know, auctioneers and they're going to continue to conduct, you know, online auctions for agents outside where they are physically located. What's great about this is it's going to give all agents the ability to be able to use their agent and their auctioneer of choice, regardless of location. And we will then see these auctioneering businesses kind of boom, which is then giving more opportunities, you know, to find the right auctioneer to all agents, regardless of location. And what this is going to see is it's going to see that auctioneers are going to have to level up and they're going to have to get better because it's now simply it's more competitive and I've seen both agencies and suppliers pull together through this time to collaborate and to support each other and provide much needed services for free or as cost effectively as possible. Now Propic who powers agencies with artificial intelligence in their CRMs and their websites I mean I'm seeing them give away a free chatbot for any real estate website whether they're a client or not and Domain, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this initiative. They're giving away free confidential counselling over the next three months to agents who might need help with understanding and, and coping with anxiety, with dealing with financial stress and the changes at work, with dealing with their relationship and marital sort of challenges and coping with stress and, you know, and I guess dealing with being a parent and, um, and family difficulties at this particular time. Now, I think this is such a great initiative and I know I've already sent this off to a number of, of my agents and agencies that I'm working with, but I think this comes on the back of Jen Xavier's work with mental wellness in the industry and, of course, the RISE conference. Now, RISE is a superstar example of collaboration within the industry and Chris Hanley, you know, gathered a team of leaders to come together regardless of their location and brand. And I love that the aim here is to redefine success in the real estate industry around their, I guess, our core themes of mastery, wellness and inspiration. Now, this event was supposed to be happening in April, but it's now moved across into, um, into November. It's going to be held in Melbourne. And their aspiration behind this conference is to basically raise enough seed funding to provide an independent, industry-specific and nationwide service, which will then provide education, prevention and intervention in mental health issues for our industry and for our families. Love this. So how are you collaborating? Are you doing more conjunctions with other agents, working your hot buyers and being open to another agent providing one, both internal and external to your brand? Are you doing dual listings with another agent, working two databases for your seller and taking this opportunity to see what others are doing to service their clients? Are you working on deals in different markets, different price brackets, styles of homes, and stepping outside of your comfort zone to do commercial, project marketing, or perhaps even a deal outside the border? 
one of my coaching clients, Jamie Harrison, and in fact, you're going to hear a lot more from him. He's coming up in one of our episodes here in the podcast show, but he has done exactly this. He's just listed a property outside in, in northern New South Wales. In fact, he's he's based on, um, on the Gold Coast. And whilst he works in Resi, he's also working really hard on a commercial listing with other agents who specialize in this outside his brand. So is there someone in your marketplace that you might be able to open up with? A rival, not a competitor, who will push you to be better and to share their systems, marketing concepts, sales techniques, hiring practices, and their internal cultural beliefs with you to assist you in building your own better EBU and agency. A number of agents that I work with do this. I see this with Melita Bell from Remax in Toowoomba and Helen Austin, who works for Webster Kavanagh in Toowoomba. And I also see it with Louise Lupton from Lupton Ferguson and Zaley Reynolds from Shelter in Melbourne too. And I think this is such a great time to pivot, learn, upskill, innovate and implement. This is the perfect time to do better, to be better, to find faster, more profitable and efficient ways of doing things that will lead us to delivering a much better consumer experience in buying and selling properties. You know, I've never seen a clearer line in our industry a wide and in fact a wider gap between the old school and the new guard. And I'm seeing today that the old school are pushing right now and encouraging agents to list and sell properties. They are still encouraging this hustle and grind kind of mentality. The new guard is reaping the benefits of an agent for life mentality where they have created long-term heart-to-heart connections with people. And you know, people aren't silly. They know that now may not be the best time to sell in their market. Pushing them to list right now may not only damage your credibility in the long term, but also your revenue and your turnover looking now and also in the future. But in some markets right now, it is pumping and people are buying, they're investing and they're upgrading and they may need to buy a home as they may have already sold or they've relocated back to Australia. But generally, if people are looking to sell right now, there is a genuine need behind it. So be a good human, do what's best for them, offer to support them no matter what the timing is when it comes to them selling. And if this means that during this time, you're a little quiet, take a break, rest up, refresh, and get ready to hit it hard when the market comes back, because it most certainly will, and it will hit really, really hard. So this is the time to grow your market share and your presence, and not just for the next quarter or two, but really for the longevity of your career. People will remember how you are behaving today. It is these agents who have built you know, relationships with equity that will flourish, and not those that are burning and churning through people right now. So how do you want the market to see you? Do you want them to see you as a good human who's a part of their community or a scavenger who is untrustworthy and will do anything to get a listing or a deal? And you know, Simon Sinek, he explores a really, a very interesting notion in terms of thinking long-term versus short-term when it comes to business. And specifically, he talks about this concept of the infinite game versus the finite game and cultivating smart and long-term business practices. Now, this was a concept that was developed in the mid-80s by James Crace that he's further expanded further upon in his book, The Infinite Game. So in the finite game, you have known players, fixed rules, a beginning, a middle and an end, a defined objective and a very clear winner and loser. 
and in an infinite game, you have known and unknown players. People who can join at any time, the rules are changeable and the objective is to stay in the game for as long as possible. And we are players in so many infinite games in our lives, you know, relationships probably being the biggest one. And a marriage, I think, is a great example. I mean, there's no such thing as being number one in your marriage. The goal really here is to make it last as long as possible. So there's also no such thing as winning at education, winning at global politics and healthcare. There's no such thing as winning in your career and winning in business. So if we want to be players in the infinite game, we need to have an infinite mindset. You might be number one or aiming to be number one in your franchise or in your marketplace, but this is a goal. And generally we set goals to dates. And in real estate, we start over every quarter and every year. So this is not your overall vision. Instead, this is your goal of hitting at becoming that number one or beating out your competitors. So have a vision and think about, you know, what it is in your vision that you want it to be in aid of something that's kind of bigger. Perhaps it could be your why. For me, it's to build my best life. And for this vision, I'm prepared to sacrifice, work hard, spend capital, all in the hopes of encouraging others to build their best lives, which will in turn build mine. And I'm prepared to do this because I feel that it is something that's bigger than just myself. The second principle of this infinite game is to understand that as humans, we are remarkable in groups. We perform really well in teams and our culture is built around this. And if you're watching a lot of Netflix at the moment, there's a really great program out there called The Last Dance. It's on, um, on Netflix. And in this program, you can see how one individual, Michael Jordan, perhaps the greatest basketball player of all time, he certainly is in my books, lifted his teammates in the Chicago Bulls to win five years straight in the NBA championships. Now in the program, not only do we see Michael lift the others around him, but we also see him make a, a huge, and in fact, it's a huge point scoring, but we see him learn that he needs to start relying on his team members. And as a result, he starts to pass the ball and then everybody starts to, to make the shots and to win the game. So look, it's an awesome show. In fact, it's a, it's a bloody great show. If you haven't watched it yet, go and, go and tune in. But, you know, in the same way, we can do this in the real estate game where, you know, we work together and to see more signboards in our brand's colours instead of focusing on trying to hold that ball and not having the opportunity to make that shot. And I've seen this time and time again where agents are up against another agent in their agency and rather than join together and do a dual listing, compete individually, which often results in the loss of the listing to the agency altogether. So I do think it is pretty remarkable to be a part of a trusting team that has a strong culture. And, you know, if you've ever been a part of that, you know that you can raise your hand and ask for help or say that you've made a mistake that other, and knowing full well that others will then on our team will rush to our support. And this is essentially what we want to build in our EBUs or effective business units in our agencies and in our networks. In a finite game, we have a competitor. You know, you want your score to be better than theirs at the end of the game. But in business, there's no such thing. Remember, there is no end game. 
and it's the business dynasties that really get this. We have many of them in the, in the real estate you know, world. So trying to beat our competitors, it actually hurts trust. It hurts cooperation. It hurts innovation because we get so focused on these small goals that we forget about our vision and we forget about our consumers. So take this time to think about how you are operating in your business. Are you adapting? Are you innovating? Are you hustling and grinding and burning and churning? Or do you have an infinite mindset? Because if not already, it may be your time to pivot, to think more efficiently and operate differently. Be better and implement this into your business today to ensure your future success and to build your best life. Next week's episode is a big one. I have on the podcast one of my favourite women in the real estate industry, the CEO of Lang & Simmons and the president of the REI NSW, Leanne Pilkington. Now, with the real estate industry looking a very, very different operation to what it was six months ago, Leanne is going to share with us her vision of the future of the industry. So make sure you tune in. And if you'd like access to this transcript, find social handles, access to any of the other information shared in this podcast, including the books and TV shows, you can find it all in one place by going to sherrystora.com forward slash the number seven. So if you are keen to build your best life by harnessing your real estate career, implement proven sales systems and structures, leverage your results, build your own celebrity profile and learn how to build and grow your own team and EBU whilst making more profit and working less, then make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you get notified every single Tuesday when the episodes go live. Thanks so much for tuning in. Music.